welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Parshas Ve'eschenan, understanding our goal in life. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, we know one of the main themes is Moshe Rabbeinu. And I think we've mentioned in the past the famous Rambam that says that everyone can reach the level of Moshe Rabbeinu. The question begs itself, what do you mean? How can every Jew, every year, reach the level of Moshe Rabbeinu? He reached such a high level. And the famous answer to that question is that we're talking about potential. Every Yid has the ability to reach his potential, whatever his potential is. So... For the mathematical people out there, if you normalize it to yourself, yes, you could reach Moshe Rabbeinu's level. Because the way you are tested is not in comparison to where Moshe Rabbeinu reached his level, but rather you're compared to where you yourself can potentially reach your level. Meaning it's not a race against other people. The whole idea over here is it's a race versus where you could have reached to where you will reach in this world. So we've said in the past, our person in Olam Abba will see not only what he was able to do with every good act he did in this world, and Chas Shalom the opposite, but also what his potential would have been. Meaning he's going to see, for the lack of a better way of explaining it, a movie of what he was able to do, but also where he would have been able to accomplish had he maximized his potential. To that, I want to raise a couple of questions and bring one idea that I think is very important for most of us to acknowledge. The idea starts from the following questions. We all know the famous, the famous and Zvulun. They had a, a contract, so to speak, that people have till today, where one of the Shvatim, one of the tribes, was working all day. Isachar and Zvulun was learning. And they went half-half with also the sachal, the merits they had in the world to come, the spiritual reward, as well as all the income, they split half-half. Question number one, why did, they, why did they do it that way? If it's so important that everyone learns, which it is, so why didn't they just say, okay, Yisachal, you learn half a day, Zvulun will work half a day, and then the other half, they switch. And it'll end up that the whole day someone was working, so he'll have the same same income and the same spiritual reward. Question number two. If you look carefully in the Torah, HaKadosha, you see that all the Avois, Avom Avinu, and also Yankev Avinu, you see how the Torah spends time and reiterates the idea and I'm not going to go into the detailed proof, but whoever looks in the Psukim, you can see it very easily, that the Torah ensures that we are aware and acknowledge the fact they had a, long, a lot of belongings. In short, they were very well off. So the question is, why, why was it important for the Torah to tell us? And why is it that way, that Hashem ensured that we, they would be well off? What is it coming to teach us? And question number three, is we all know that this very important idea of hishtadlut, hishtadlus, that a person should do to a certain extent his utmost uh, 
to succeed in life, to be able to have a, a decent parnasa, to bring up his kids in the right way. And the question begs itself that if we believe that everything Hashem gave us is for the best, then how does that lead to any room of us doing ishtadlus, us doing from our side ishtadlut, to try to do whatever we can to have a job, to ensure we have money to support our families. Why, should, why don't we just sit at home and everything will come to us if it's meant to be. If it's not meant to be, it won't. How do these two things go together? It almost leaves no room for, for our doing whatever we can to try to make things work for us because we believe that anything that happens is from Hashem, divine intervention. So how does that all work together? So to answer all these questions, I want to say something that I heard a couple of weeks ago, B'Shem Rav Boyer, and I think it's a Gewaldic idea, Yesoid, fundamental concept that we can, each on his level, take it and, and, and really can, it, it, it's, it's a mind-changing idea, which is that the last question, there's a, there's a toast, there's a mistake in the question, because we're assuming, I at least assumed, that Hishtadlus, doing whatever you can to make things work out, is something that I do for me. But it's not true. Through me working in order to ensure I have my parnasa, whatever financial situation I'm in, it's not only for me. There's ripple effects that happen that happen when I do this ishtadlus. For example, when I go to work, if I act to other people in a nice way, that has a ripple effect. And people say, wow, I can understand why the Jewish people are the chosen nation. Look how nicely he treats me. Look how he's so emistic with any money transaction. Look how he's telling me the truth. That's unbelievable. That's a proof that God exists and, and He rules the world. Once we can understand this idea, we can use this as the master key idea to answer the rest of the questions as well. It won't be enough. Everyone has their tafkid. Everyone has a different tafkid in this world. Everyone has a different role. Some people, their role is to work. And through work, they can achieve a tremendous amount, even in the spiritual realm. They can affect people. People see how nice they are to other people. And you have no idea the ripple effect that can do. On the other hand, some people, their role in this world is to learn all day as much as they can. And that, of course, is something that's not so easy to decide on your own. And that's why you have to have a selecha rav chaver. Yeah, as we spoke in the past, a person needs to have a rav that he knows him very well, him and his family, and he realizes what's right for him. This is also perhaps the reason the Torah feels it's so important. Hakadosh Baruch Hu felt it was so important to reveal to us this idea that Avram, Yitzchak, and Yankov had they were very well off. Because it's why was it important to say to do that? Why did Hashem do that, and why is it important to tell us this information? And the answer also is because the way they dealt with their money, the way they had business transactions, they showed and they portrayed this idea that it's not really theirs, and Hashem gave it to them to use for a positive in a positive way, and they never wanted to steal anything. They did everything per halacha. The Gemara states that. The Avois, Avam, Yitzchak, Yankov, they performed all the halachas even before the Torah was given. 
Yiratzon that we take this idea with us and we understand that even if we don't learn all day, that might not be our role and mission in life. But what is our mission in life is everyone to 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 the fullest extent they can maximize their potential. And that means that when we're working, we can also turn it into a spiritual a spiritual act that we work in a way that people see that Hashem is behind everything. Have a good chance. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Le Bastiona, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doiv, Isaac Isaac, Ben Moshe.